Hey bays. Welcome to our second Free Love Friday episode of the Gangsta Gumbo podcast. I want to thank you for joining me on this lovely Friday evening. Um, this week's episodes, of course, are brought to you by South Central Candle Company, hand poured with love in Los Angeles by my amazingly talented homegirl. You can find them on IG at South Central Candle Co. They are also on Twitter, and you can find them on the World Wide Web at www.southcentralcandleco.com. Okay, y'all, as usual on our Free Love Fridays, we bring on a guest host to, you know, talk life. And this week, I am very happy to have Raven, a really great friend and confidant on who just so happens to be a medical professional. So you know you're about to get some real on all this pandemic stuff, okay? So just stay tuned. Thank you again for taking some time out this evening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Everybody, welcome Raven to the Gangsta Gumbo podcast. Hey, Raven. Hi. How y'all doing? How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm about three wine glasses in, so this should be interesting. Nice. Nice. I need some wine myself. Um, So yeah, just, you know, we can start off by telling us a little bit about you, who you are, where you're from, what you do, all that good stuff. Okay, my name is Ray, um, 29. Um, I am a registered nurse, um, master prepares re- master's prepared registered nurse. I work in management at several different hospitals across the Los Angeles area. Nice. Um, I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, as this wine kicks in, I won't be able to hide that. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I'm just I'm just here to uh, tell you more about myself and spread a little bit of wisdom and hopefully alleviate some of this anxiety around the coronavirus crisis. That is much appreciated. That's especially why I am excited to have you on tonight, just because it's a whole lot of nonsense going around and mm-hmm. it would be nice to have, you know, somebody with some clarity. Just a little, bit, just a little a little disclaimer. Um, my smoke detector needs the battery in my smoke detector needs to be changed. And the reason why it hasn't been changed is because I've been working and saving lives. So if you hear them five beeps every 30 seconds, it's because my smoke detector needs a battery. It's because we're saving lives, okay? We are saving we lives. Time for that. We ain't got time for that. Um, so what made you get into the medical field? Um, from young I felt like it was a calling on my life. Um my first see y'all hear that that's so ghetto anyway my first experience with patient care was my grandmother um I'm like a lot of black kids I was raised primarily by my grandmother up until her passing in 1998 and um she passed uh October 31st of 1997 actually um she suffered with sarcoidosis and emphysema she had end-stage lung failure from being a chronic cigarette smoker and um toward the end of her life there were several instances in my young childhood where I found myself becoming a caregiver to my to my grandmother. I mean, 
like cleaning her up and you know doing mm-hmm. basic everyday nursing duties and mm-hmm. um while my mother worked she ended up hiring a home health nurse to come around and Debbie became my best friend because I was at home with my grandmother and uh Debbie was taking care of my grandmother in that time period so we really bonded and I feel like she made a big impression on me at a young age and um I always kind of knew I wanted to end up in the healthcare field mm-hmm. after that experience and it never really left me. I thought I was going to be a doctor, but life uh, took a different course and I don't regret the choice that I made in becoming a nurse. So, nice. um, so that kind of transitions us into inspirations. Um, you kind of touched on a um, inspiration from your childhood, but are there any other you know, um, inspirations that you may have, what drives you every day to get up and put them scrubs on and be all fine with your scrubs and your... Right, you know, nurse and things. Um, I think what really drives me to do it is just, I'm a fixer. It's Maybe it's a Capricorn thing, but like mm-hmm. when I find problems, I fix them. And um, I'm an ICU nurse. I've been an ICU nurse for the duration of my career. I've dabbled in other areas of acute care, but primarily I am a critical care nurse. And that's what mm-hmm. I've done since the beginning. And um, critical care gives you this uh, it's different aspect of medicine where it's like, okay, I have this problem and I need to fix it real fast. And that does yeah. something. It gives me the sense of gratification that at the end of my 12 hours, even if I didn't save this person's life or this person isn't going to make it. I can walk away from like, this was the problem and I fixed it. Mm-hmm. And um, knowing that I made that impact on people and knowing that, you know, even if they don't remember me, I made, I, I, I left that fingerprint on somebody's life. It gives me the drive to keep, to get up and keep going. And also my job is recession proof. So there's that. <laughs> I mean that's a that's a great reason. That's you know, I, I was reason. leaving that second. I had to keep it cute at first. So. Especially right about now, you know, right it's right like now. y'all are really the essentials that we what? need right now. All right. Um, do you have any advice for young people out here trying to balance careers and life? Oh, uh, let me think. Don't lose your work life balance. Don't don't allow work in real life to blend too much especially if you want to be essential workers out here you know you have to face the public and expose yourself potentially to COVID-19 mm-hmm. you know find your time away like today is actually a mental health day for me I was scheduled to go to work and I just had to sit down for a day because I've been at work work probably consistently for the past eight days so I've worked you deserve it. Yeah. I know it's scary out there right now, not just busy and hectic, but it's like you don't you don't know who has what and what is what really at the moment. So you know, I'm sure it's not just tiring physically, but mentally and even spiritually dealing with, you know, not only sick people, but the healthy people that's out here crazy too. I was actually talking to my boyfriend about that not too long ago. I was saying, um, I don't have the capacity to panic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people hear us healthcare workers say, oh, well, you guys didn't take the flu seriously or, you know, you guys are panicking for no reason. And part of that is because we have to get up and face this head on every day. Mm-hmm. I don't have room to panic. I don't have room to go out and panic by 
60 rolls of toilet paper. I just have to keep, right. you know, <clears throat> I have to keep calm and, you know, do what's best for myself and my patients. Mm-hmm. And that cough was a smoker's cough, not a COVID cough. <laughs> not the COVID, not the Rona, huh? No, this is the, that, that, that's a good old smoker's cough. <laughs> um, so that brings us to this social distancing and, and, you know, everything that's going on right now, lockdowns, all of that. Um, as a medical professional, what can you tell us? Listen to all of the, uh, the, the, the precautions and the limits and the orders that these cities are putting out. Listen, take it seriously. Um, I would say use gloves and masks at your, at your discretion. Um, today was actually, since the crisis broke out, today was actually my first day off work. And um, I did go to Walmart and Target. You know, I did my grocery shopping and things and I didn't panic buy. I just bought enough for the week. Cause first I'm not, about, I'm not about to be home. So I'm just buying enough food. To right. so I, I can exist and not die for the next two right. weeks. But um, today was the, my first day out in public and I did opt to wear a pair of gloves. I didn't wear a mask, um, but I did wear a pair of gloves when I was out shopping. Um, mm-hmm. Wash your hands vigorously um, for 20 seconds or more in warm water. Use antibacterial soap. Stop buying up all the toilet paper and buy the soap. Please. Yeah, because the soap is still in the stores. I think I saw one smart lady the other day had a basket, well, the the top of the basket Mm -hmm. full of, like, dial. And I was like, okay, you smart. (laughs) Today, I actually had a run-in in Walmart. Um, I was uh, at the Walmart out here in Calabasas, where I live. And um, there's a line that limits how many people like they turn the entire garden section they've stocked mm-hmm. it with all the tissue paper and the wipes and there was a line wrapping around the perimeter of the store I waited for about 15 minutes before I can get one pack one six roll pack of tissue paper oh. and three packs of baby wipes because you know I have, I have a small child so I got to stay stocked mm-hmm. at least on that much and it bothered me because y'all are so worried about wipes and tissue paper but are you washing your hands no, cause the soap. I didn't have any problem finding soap. There's plenty of soap. Plenty, plenty. Hand and it's sad too. Like I went to the store, there was no bread. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like what is everybody thinking is is going on when there's literally no milk and no <laughs> bread. Like, what are y'all gonna do with it all without like, it going bad? Grocery gro- grocery stores are not closing. They're considered essential workers. So the panic buying, and I understand people are concerned about, you know, food shortages and things of that. But we're inducing the food shortage by doing all this panic buying. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't be a food shortage if y'all didn't stock up on six loaves of bread. You know, it's gonna be molded by the end of the week. Yep. So yeah, buy it. Buy some soap. Hand wash vigorously. I wash my hands over fifty, sixty times a day between work and home. I don't play about it. So how is the environment at work? Are they doing, you know, what they can to also keep y'all safe? Because I know, you know, if y'all get sick, who's going to make everybody better? Um, They are. We aren't allowed to come to work. Uh, Every time we sign in to work, we have to take a, uh, they take our temperature to make sure we're not exhibiting any symptoms. We have to answer a questionnaire saying that we haven't exhibited any symptoms since the last time we worked. Um, and we have a responsibility to self-report if we start to exhibit symptoms of any kind. Specifically, okay. they're looking for high fevers because it's a viral infection. So it shows the 
uh, especially high fever, but that's not necessarily true in everybody. Um, I'm blessed that as of up until this point, I haven't had any fever, any real symptoms. Um, I am a daily smoker, so I have a smoker's cough. <laughs> and, um, and we also have to be conscious and aware this is also the tail end of flu season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is allergy and sinus season. So I want people to remain calm. And I also struggle with generalized anxiety. And, you know, it's we it's pouring down rain in L.A. You know, I started, you know, having the sniffles a second ago. And I had to remind myself I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I don't think I caught COVID necessarily. Might just have allergies. Yeah. So yeah, I can't I want, stress yeah. ourselves out with every sniffler or a little cough. Sometimes we just clear in our throat. <laughs> Correct. And there's nothing wrong with that. And not only that, but, you know, stress also triggers a decrease mm-hmm. in your immune response. So you have yep. to remain calm, you know, do whatever you can to, you know, protect your peace, yep. meditate. But your mental your mental state has a direct effect on your your, abil- your ability to recover and your ability to respond to disease. So. What are some of the factual like um, symptoms or what can you kind of look out for? I've been hearing that some people don't have symptoms at all, but can carry like what are some of the truths and even some of the myths about COVID? So specifically what we're looking for in the screening, um, we're looking for a high fever a dry non-productive cough mm-hmm. productive cough like if you cough enough phlegm that's usually a sign of a bacterial lung infection a viral lung infection tends to be a dry hacking cough okay um <clears throat> almost mimics a smoker's cough um we're looking for uh you know extremely sore throat almost mimic strep where you can't swallow um water okay things of that nature it actually scared me because my oldest son my seven-year-old he just swabbed positive for strep and I got a call at work telling me he was running a high fever and I was I was freaking out I think I called right I'm like y'all really call me at work with this <laughs> um but he ended up being you know he wasn't you know positive for COVID he just had strep and this is probably his second or third bout of strep in the last year because he's a kid okay. and kids are nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> kids are germs. Okay, kids, kids are gross. So, um, also, you know, kids, you know, quarantine yourself away from your kids. Don't expose your kids from, to anything if you can. Walk, you know, encourage hand washing in your children. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's what we're looking for: is high fevers, dry hacking coughs, um, and specifically evidence of travel, uh, mm-hmm. exposure to people who have tested positive or people who have traveled recently. All of these things are especially important. Now, how true is it that um, the after effects, like even after you are, I guess, cured or remedied, um, that the symptoms then remedy, like mimic um, HIV or AIDS? Does it really break down your immune system like that? Or do you keep respiratory problems afterwards? It does significantly affect your immune response uh, moving forward. But I think that's true for most um, stays in the hospital and um, physical when you physically exert yourself like that. Mm-hmm. Like think about because we, we both have children. Think about how you felt that year following having your kids. You never yeah. were just quite right. Yeah, probably to your kid was close to about two years old. You're like, okay, now I kind of feel like the old me. Yeah, it's that rebuilding of your body after giving so much. You know. Um, you have to give your body time, but like a lot of these people are ended up, or the, a lot of these people who uh, are have 
COVID-19 or ended up intubated, sedated, laid up in the hospital for two Mm -hmm. and three weeks. You got to think this is two and three weeks of no physical activity. Right. Sedation. You got a tube down your throat, your hands tied to the bed. There's a catheter inside you taking out your urine. Like all of these things, you have literally no physical exertion. So your body, you're experiencing weakness. You're, you know, Mm -hmm. tired, things of that. I don't know how many people, how many of your listeners have had long-term hospital stays, but I think after any hospital stay, not just COVID, you experience a significant bout of weakness and just right. it takes time for your body to recover and it is it's very stressful on you. Very. Well, well I really appreciate you clearing a lot of things up. Um, I was happy that I had to switch some things up a little bit so that I could get you on earlier um, and while we're kind of in the midst of everything mm-hmm. right now. Um I think people really needed to hear something from someone that's hands-on with all this. And um, I really, really love you. And thank you for coming on. I love you more. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. All right. You have a wonderful night. I am going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of Gangsta Gumbo. Um, Feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions for Raven. Um, I'll go ahead and you know, kind of run that down at the end of this episode again. But um, yeah, y'all, if you do have any, you know, specific questions or anything, I'm sure, you know, Raven would love to share that light with y'all and and clear some things up even further. All right, you guys stay safe. Be blessed. Quarantine. Stay socially distant and wash your hands. Yes. Twice if you need to. Twice, <laughs> just like you do your face. Twice. Twice. Okay, boo. All right. See you later. Okay. Okay. Now for this week's small business corner on the Gangsta Gumbo podcast. Um, You know, this is a part of the show where we plug and promo um, small businesses or local businesses. Um, Just a little time out to kind of shout out people out here bossing up. Um, of course, this week we're featuring the amazing South Central Candle Company, headed and handcrafted by Genoa, a great friend of mine, an LA native. These candles are so perfect, y'all. You don't even know. Um, they come in so many beautiful scent combinations. I can't even put a finger on or or call like a specific one that is a favorite, but um, I do really, really love El Segundo. I also like Vernon. Um, all these candles are named after LA streets, which, you know, being an LA native, I'm all for, you know. Um, Slauson is also amazing. Crenshaw is like, smells like a hood nigga. Like, I can't even explain it, but... It's perfect. Um, I think Vernon even, (laughs) I think it might be Fruity Pebbles or something like that. Like you guys have to just check her out, Um, order these candles. She has a lot of bundle deals. Um, Like I said, they're handcrafted, hand poured. This girl puts work in researching, you know, scents and how they go well together. Um, And you can really, really experience that in the product. 
Um, again, her socials are Instagram at South Central Candle Co. You can also find her on Twitter. I believe the link for that is on her Instagram. She also has a website that is www.southcentralcandleco.com. Again, they're hand poured with love in Los Angeles. I really hope y'all check it out and get some of these candles. You will not be disappointed. And uh, tell her Gangsta Gumbo sent you. brings us to the end of our second Free Love Friday episode of the Gangsta Gumbo podcast. I am so grateful for your love and support, y'all. You have no idea. Thank you so much for taking time out on this Friday night. You know, I know we don't have shit else to do right now because we all in the house, but, you know, thank you for joining me tonight. Um, I also want to thank Raven again for coming on with us. Uh, and, and if you have any questions for her or concerns, feel free to write us on IG at Gangsta Gumbo Podcast or Twitter at Gangsta Gumbo Pod. Um, I'll forward any questions to her and, you know, try to get you answers at her convenience. Okay. Um, one more again, this week has been brought to y'all by South Central Candle Company. Um, hand poured with love in LA. Okay. Tell Gigi Gangsta Gumbo sent you. And as always, I leave you in love and light y'all. Keep it G. Thank you.